This week on Garden Time, we get into the holiday spirit with our large list of gifts for the gardener. If you're having troubles finding something for your local green thumb, we have plenty of ideas. We bring the ho 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 and other gift ideas to you next on Garden Time. Garden Time is brought to you by Capital Subaru in Salem, Oregon. Start your new Subaru story at Capital Subaru. We are like nothing else in Oregon. From the moment you step through these doors, you see it, you feel it. We do things differently here. Our people, our culture, our customer experience. Tell us what you're looking for and we'll upgrade the way you shop for Subarus. When you're just browsing, need great service, or starting your next adventure, we're always here for you. It's your story at Capital Subaru, your way on the parkway. Welcome to the Garden Time Podcast. We're based in the Pacific Northwest of the United States in a Zone 7 region. This deals with plants that can survive at approximately zero degrees Fahrenheit or warmer. I'm producer Jeff Gustin with your hosts, Judy Alaruzzo and Ryan Seeley. Welcome to Garden Time. Today, we are at Al's in Sherwood, Al's Garden and Home, and um, we're thanking them for letting us kind of hang out. And once again, we thank Capital Subaru in Salem for supporting our wonderful show. Um, we are talking the holidays, and the holidays for the gardener and the people who love the gardener can be tough. So today we're gonna to talk about gifts, gifts for the gardener. And a lot of these are specific to the Pacific Northwest and possibly even to Al's, um, but you can find very similar ideas at your local independent garden center in whatever community you live in. So today we're gonna, we have a whole bunch here we have a list. <laughs> We've made our list. Twice, we're checking yeah. it twice. Um, and we're going to talk about some of these things. And I, uh, Judy has pulled some stuff from the shelves here at Al's that deal with our friends. The birds. The birds. <laughs> and so I'm going to have you guys go ahead and start talking about um, some of the ideas. I'm going to flip, uh, okay. flip sides and All you right. guys can be over there. And uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what you pulled. So. All right. Well, you know, I think the birds are on our, in our gardens all summer long, all spring long, because there's blooming things and there's food for them or nectar. But, you know, as we get into colder weather, there's nothing. So right. um, what about a bird feeder for that friend or, and seeds? So you make like a packet. I love getting those kind of gifts where it's, right. all the pieces are together. <laughs> Um, and then this time of year too, up here we're cold and wet, and so suet is really good because it's at high fat for right. birds. Um, and then hummingbirds, we're very lucky up here too. We we have hummingbirds. Right. right, but like you said, you know, there's a lot of the plant material that's you know blooming in the summertime and the springtime. We don't have that no. blooming, so we you know it's, it is important to keep keep those little birds in mind. Yeah, and, and you know, if you don't have a garden center that has all the bird supplies, there's a lot of, um, I know in our area, there's bird supply companies and probably in your area too. Yeah, so backyard bird, backyard shop. bird right. shop. And they can also help because you mentioned feeders. There are specific seeds and, and feed for various types of birds that are in your areas. So you may wanna go online or check like backyard bird shop here in Portland to find out what seeds your animals will be eating. Exactly, right. and squirrels. I think a lot of people yeah. love to feed the squirrels too. And you know, for that really enthusiast or to get into a bird watching, a pair of binoculars. I mean, that's right. a lovely gift for someone. Um, and to just give them that nudge to get out into the to the wild, into nature, and to watch birds right. in their native habitat. Get out, forget about it. That's, <laughs> it's freezing, I'm in my PJs. You're, you're, you're sitting inside by the fire exactly. looking, looking yeah. out the window. Well, some of us like to go. <laughs> but it's also, you know, we're, I think we're going to talk about books in a little bit, but there's a lot of great books mm. out there that talk about birds with the pictures 
and that are guided just for your area. Because, you know, every area, either here in the Pacific Northwest or across the United States, is going to have some birds that need to be yeah. fed that you can kind of learn about what's going on. In exactly. Area. And I love playing that. It's like you find a new bird and you kind of look for it. And this time of year, you might have a new bird that isn't here in the summer right. or the springtime. Yeah. So even if you're kind of a new getting into birding, lots for the new gardener or you know if you've been in it for a long time there's still great guests for exactly the, for the and i noticed you had the hummingbird uh the bottle nectar of, too of nectar mm -hmm. you can buy it pre-made or you can make your own there's numerous recipes out there um the big controversy a few years ago was adding red dye people think it's that just, red yeah. attracts the hummingbirds mm -hmm. they really are attracted to just food <laughs> right. yeah. They're very and, the, smart. and the dye doesn't do any good for them um, so and then we start getting into, uh, you know, maybe a little bit later, so you can give these gifts um, at Christmas time. But when you get into spring, you need to start thinking about the next season. And you have pulled out some stuff. Here. Right. So after we've kind of moved out of the winter, we're looking at, you know, we're sitting around, we're reading our seed catalogs over the winter <laughs> time, looking at, okay, what are we going to do with our gardening? It's a great time to start thinking about that and what we're going to be planting and doing some seeding for, for the garden. You know, the seed packets are gonna be coming out. Granted, it's always too cold to be putting those out that time of year, but there's some really great items that you can use to give yourself a little bit jumpstart on, on the garden. So, you know, we have one here. This is kind of a, a plastic, plastic tray, and inside the tray has the little, uh, kind of the jumbo little peat pellets. And so those little peat pellets are great because you can sprinkle your seeds in there and you water them. They kind of puff up, you know, kind of like those little sponges. And they have everything you need in there after you water them, the puff up. And then it comes with a little dome. So it's a pretty inexpensive way to create like a little greenhouse effect to get the seeds started. And then once you're done, you can just transfer those little, those little uh, peat discs right, in, right into the ground or into the next size container. Yeah, in case you don't, Santa did not bring you that greenhouse. Yeah. This is right, a right, substitute right, for yeah. it. But I noticed too, you also have um, some brand new soil. This and the importance of not using just dirt soil mm -hmm. from your garden and using a, a sterile soil that's been formulated. Right, and this is a good seed, seedling mix, um, you know, because you don't want to when you're digging that soil out or using something out of your compost bin, and you're bringing it inside and putting it in, you're going to be bringing in some. You know, pest bugs mm -hmm. and diseases that may, and you don't want to overwinter those with them. So it is important to be starting with that. You know, a good bag of you know designed seed seedling mix that's going to be be clean. For that when purpose. when do you guys start your planting? We start because of the previous TV show. We would always start like the middle of February, so we would have seedlings <laughs> when we did the story. Right. But when do you normally start planting? Yeah, I think a little bit later because then I don't have to worry about them getting so stretched. You have that cool light. I don't have a light, so I kind of I do it a little bit later than that because I'm I'm um, relying on light from outdoors. So right, and I think there's that window you have. You know, March I don't think is too late at all. Yeah, and it you know it kind of depends on where you are too, as mm -hmm. far as you oh, know your sure. your frost dates. I mean, if you're say over in eastern or central Oregon. You know, your season does not start until May or June, <laughs> yeah. right? So you don't want to be starting your seeds in January then trying to hold them until June right. until you can plant. Right. So it is kind of important to pay attention to where you are um, located when your frost dates are and when your ground temperatures start start warming up. So I've heard uh, about six weeks mm -hmm. generally, yeah, depending on where you live, uh -huh. before your last frost date. Yep. And we also notice that we have a, a heating mat here, which is great because bottom heat actually promotes that growth. So sometimes you can even wait a little longer to start your seeds if right. you have this heat. So right. And by having the heat mat, what that does is, you know, creates the heat on the bottom. So it's promoting the brooding 
on the bottom to draw the roots down yeah. and promote that. So, so is, he works as, nice as a grower. It's a good thing. Or if you're doing cuttings, mm -hmm. is that too. But you know, there's also you know the seed packets. You know, because there's you know when you start your vegetable seeds. There's all sorts of like you know perennials that you can start. And on the backs of the of the perennials, um, or any of the seed packets, will tell you the germination rates. Mm -hmm. Um, and or if you're sowing them inside and give you a lot of good information. Definitely. And so if you're, when you're doing those seed packets, you know, we've talked about this on previous shows, um, you always want to look for seed packets that are packaged for the year that you, mm -hmm. yeah. you, you want fresh seed. It's, you don't want to be going, going through your garden shed, oh look, these are 10 years old. Your germination really is not, you might get some, but it's not going to be old. So make sure you look for some fresh seeds. They make a really great stick. stocking stuffer too. <laughs> And uh, you know the thing about all these seed starting supplies is, as a gift giver, you can wrap each one of these individually. It looks like a lot, and, it's right. like, and uh, a gardener is just going to be happier to see that. Um, you also have uh, the wall of water, the season starter um, plant protector. So, um, what does that accomplish? Well, you know, I think we all want to jumpstart on the season. And so you get those tomato plants and it's April and it's like tomatoes are not happy in April. I yeah. don't know, maybe in Arizona or Texas or somewhere where it's warmer, but not here in the Northwest. So this is so cool. It's plastic and it has like these little um, funnels around the edges, around the edges and you fill it with water. It's a very easy system. It's um, so you fill it with water and then you close it up. You put it around the plant outside. So your tomato plant is going to be in the center and this is kind of ring around the rosy. Right. And then the heat from the sun will warm up that water and then you kind of close it up and make like a little tent and then it keeps it warm overnight. It even kind of warms up that soil underneath for root growth. And then in the daytime, you kind of open it up so it gets some air circulation, but it really, really helps um, during those really cold nights in transition in April. And I've seen people that leave them on all the time because the nights can get cool. Yeah. And yeah. so until like July, and their tomatoes are growing out of it and they're like three feet tall. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a nice little it does, thing. It does give you a good yeah. kind of a, a jump start, you know, just a and insulated. Yes. Thing. And sometimes, you know, you don't buy that for yourself. And no, so when you give it as true. a gift, it's, it's kind of nice. It's one of those things that's like, I got to try this. Right. Yeah. When we first got ours, we used them the first year. It's like, yeah, whatever. And then the next year we're like going, where did they go? Because <laughs> you really, you get used to being able to put your tomatoes in a little sooner and have that additional right. heat from, from that, uh, from that little protection. Um, Tools, always a huge thing. To tools um, are great. And it's, yeah. you know, tools, there are such a wide range of <laughs> tools. There are so many tool makers. We've done some great stories in the past with, you know, hand forged, really nice tools. You can buy some, you know, introductory tools. And I think it's important as to, you know, anything that we're talking about um, here, you know, it depends on what your, what your budget right. is, you know, and who you're buying for. You know, there's, there's always entry level for the new gardener if you don't have a large budget to spend. But then there's always the products up on the, the higher end of things that, you know, you can pay, pay some good money for them. You know, one of them that, you know, as I'm looking at are, you know, the, the Felco pruners. You know, Fel Felcos have been around a very long time. They are very well made. I've had my pair for over 25 years, um, last forever, but they're pricey. You know, right. they, they are right. definitely the higher higher end product. Definitely you um, get what you pay for. You do. Mm -hmm. yeah, especially right. in any oh. tool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, that might be something that you may save up your money to, mm -hmm. to splurge or do yeah. or have that really great, you know, family member that you want to want to gift or gift it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the high ends. But you know, you can get some introductory level 
ones that are definitely not as high priced and look look similar and do the job. But exactly. so you just kind of tailor what you're what you're looking for. But you know the Falcos do make a make a great gift. Uh, these happen to have the the rotating oh, hand nice. handle mm -hmm. on there. So as you're you're cutting, you know for those that have you know maybe don't have as much grip mm -hmm. strength. When it rotates with you, you're not working against it, so it's a little bit more little ergonomic. ergonomic yeah. Yeah, day. I, I would recommend, because they also come up with the, the protector that you can put on your belt. I have many of my garden pants that have holes in the pockets because <laughs> sure. I put my... You put your sharp clippers in the back yeah, pocket, yeah, and, and over time, they just yeah. poke out the and bottom. And then I have to rely on the red handles to find them. Right. Because if you can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've, I've done it where I put them in my back pocket. I go hop in the car. Uh, and oh. you poke a hole in your seat in oh. your in your car, oh, so yeah. Yeah. keep keep a little sheath or something yeah. like that with them. Well, um, you know, another couple. There are some other good tools. You know, that that just happens to be a good hand 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 pruners. Um, but you know, there are some basic tools that are good to kind of round out just to have around the house. So why don't you tell us a couple of these other ones here, Judy, your well, favorites here. Well, since we're talking about pokey things, <laughs> it's like this is a hori hori knife. And I, I think we talk about this and it's one of our favorites all around. And it's it's just a great knife. You don't have to take your great henkels from your kitchen out to the garden and ruin them and be in big trouble with um, other people in your family. But it's really great for digging, for cutting through roots. It's got a serrated edge there um, and it has an orange handle so you don't lose it in the garden. Hopefully it's not in the compost pile, um, and it's a really good blade. It's not going to get rusty, and it's it, it's just really a good handhold on it. And I think it's one of those tools that does a lot of different things. I've even used it to make like little furrows to put seeds in, and yeah. um, you can use it if you didn't bring out your trowel. So it's kind of a one of those tools that it'll do many things. Yes, and so if you're not able to see it or know what a hori hori is, it look it's kind of like a trowel shape, mm -hmm. but it's not as spooned shape. So it's a little bit flatter. Um, and then one edge, to, like you said, is serrated, and then it kind of comes to a you know pointy tip. So if you need to dig it into soil and work it around to maybe cut roots, you know, dig out weeds, dig out things works really really well for that. And it's very sturdy, so you can do a little bit of prying with it. Definitely. And you know that brings it up. You know, we talked about the the trowel. The trowel. Mm -hmm. You know, there's you know more trowels out there than as many people as there are styles of trowels. But just a good basic scoop if you're trying to scoop up. You know, soil or do a little light light digging or something like that. A good trowel um, is always nice. Nice. And to you know, the one tip on the trowels is that a lot of times you'll find them, and it's a two-piece trowel. So, which means that where the blade attaches to the handle, sometimes it's just folded metal, and it will easily you will put a little torque on that, and your handle will snap right off or bend completely back. Right. This one here um, is a Corona one. It's all one piece with the the handle on the end. So that means that you can put as much torque as you want on this. Um, the only other place I've seen something that's been this well made is Red Pig Tools. Um, Seth is great, it, it, um, he's a blacksmith, he makes them. Once again, a little bit more expensive, but we have Red Pig Tools that we've been using for, right. for years and years and years, so. Yeah, um, and I just think if you want to get that extra special, again, it's an extra special kind of tool, and he has so many different kinds, and actually he'll ask you how tall you are if you're getting um, a longer handle tool, so that it fits that person, and right. so you're not tying yourself out because you have the wrong tool. I mean, we've learned so many things um, from garden time, from past shows, so go to the archive and look up Red Pig Tools, and you can right. get all of this kind of primer on, on what to look for when you're looking for good tools. Right. Yeah. 
And then the big boy, we got a huge pruning <laughs> we, we, like, we like to cut things, you yeah. know. <laughs> Cutting things always fun. And there's as many another one of those, lots of different different types of saws. Uh, this one, you know, is is by Felco. It's a small sheath. It's probably about a 12 inch um, blade. Um, the nice thing about this, it's kind of the the large tooth for a limb saw. So it's a kind of a nice size, comes in its own little uh, sheath where you can mm -hmm. wrap, put it onto your, your belt loop again if you mm -hmm. want to. Um, so if you're around the yard and you have branches that, you know, beyond the size of what you want to do for a pair of handheld clippers, it's nice to have a little pr printing saw with you. You know, sometimes this is a solid solid blade, you can get them where they fold up. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, you know, nice for, you know, if you're taking down, you know, a couple inch size, size limb or smaller limbs, it's you know, cuts the workout I've a seen, lot. I've seen somebody, actually, you try to use like a carpenter saw, oh, and the right. teeth are very fine a yeah. lot of times, and you're up on a ladder, and you want to get the job done as quickly as possible. Right. <laughs> and that's where this saw comes in. And yeah. once again, with tools, you also want to have all the safety equipment. Mm -hmm. You know, don't do it in shorts uh, and, and short sleeves. Have long pants and long sleeves on. Sometimes even wearing safety goggles is, is recommended right. for some of these tools. You know, and a lot of these tools, you know, if, when you're making the investment, it's important to remember to, you know, take care of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're the type that likes to go leave them down in the dirt and the mud and forget about them and three weeks later you find them in your compost pile or whatever. But you know, some just basic maintenance of you know keeping them sharp, keeping them clean mm -hmm. um, will make these tools last a lifetime. So Judy, you brought up a point about long-handled tools. Um, another great gift for the gardener. Um, what would be your recommendations um, for buying a long-handled tool? I think there's kind of basic ones, and it depends on what kind of gardening you're doing, but I think that you need a hoe, um, you need a spade, which a spade is a shovel with a pointy edge, it's not the flat edge, um, and then maybe a fork, which the tines are great when you're breaking up soil. Um, Sometimes a long-handed weeder are nice. You're mm -hmm. not down on the ground right. trying to get those weeds and you're like a winged weeder, which are so nice. It's that angled blade that really gets in there. So I think those are like four of the basics. And then you can go from there and rakes, right. rakes different I'd, rakes. I'd have a couple of, you know, like a leaf leaf mm -hmm. rake or landscape rake. You know, I'd have a metal tined one, right. a plastic yeah. tined oh, of course, one, yeah, right? yeah. Of course. And, and, a, and a landscape one for if I'm pulling gravel yeah. or something. Yeah, so definitely. I think I have three different rakes, right. but you know, they all have their own purposes and yeah. it depends on what you're, what you're doing in your yard. I, and I think that's true is like you really, if you're buying this gift for someone you love, um, you, they really um, have a certain way of gardening. Right. And knowing them means you know a little bit about how they garden. And start dropping hints now. I mean, it's like, <laughs> so we're you know here in November and we want to make sure that you get the right gift. Um, but you can also, a lot of times, uh, I'm not so sure about ordering online, but if you go to your local independent garden center, you can always bring the tool back and exchange it or find something. Right. Um, it's the thought that counts. It is, so, it right, is. Yeah. And you know, we're at our independent garden centers buying plants all the time, so it's like another one-stop shop. I mean, like here at Al's, there's Christmas here, but there's still so many things you can get for that gardener or for yourself. Right. And I'm sure you <laughs> still have your tools. They're yes. still yes, out in display course. because yeah. they do make, make a great gift. Um, so this is just part. What we're going to do now is we'll take a little bit of a break. We're going to hear from uh, Capital Subaru. And when we come back, we'll continue and give you even a few more items. So we'll be right back. At Capital Studio, we value your time, whether you're here for service or working with our amazing sales team. Everything is right here for your convenience. 
We offer a great selection of Subarus, an industry-leading service center that keeps you moving, and so much more. Like our Living Green Wall, just one of the many features throughout our dealership. Looking for the perfect pet gift? Check out Happy Paws Pet Shop right here in our lobby. Or plan your next adventure in our fireside seating and find your happy place. It's always your time at Capital Subaru, your way on the parkway. And welcome back to Garden Time. Um, today we are talking about Christmas gifts and I'm holding a gnome. If only I had known what to get the gardener <laughs> in my life. Um, this is one of those whimsical things and you can all, gardeners love whimsy. So I mean, garden art yes. is something that you can also look at and um, Garden Gallery Ironworks, some of the places that we were um, looking at before, um, those there are places that we could, you know, find the, that kind of right. garden art. So, right. um, so Judy, we have what is the perfect gift for the gardener. Oh my gosh, this is Chief Joseph. It's a lodgepole pine and this is one of the coolest it, right. plants. It's, it's like the catalog of, it of is, plants. It is, and you know, I think any gardener would just love to have this because you might not want to buy it for yourself. It is a little bit more pricey. This is the coolest plant though. So this time of year, it is um, kind of chartreuse yellow gold. It just glows. It just glows. And it's a pine, so it's got the long needles like a pine. This plant itself, it's maybe about 20 inches by 15, 20 inches. They're going to get bigger. But what's cool is it's almost two plants in one because when it gets warm, it's going to just be a green foliage plant. And um, it'll just be a beautiful plant in your garden and your landscape. Right. But then comes the cold weather, it's going to start turning this beautiful kind of golden chartreuse. And um, it was discovered in the um, Oregon Wallawa Mountains. Someone found it there. And it's a lodgepole pine, kind of a sport, I guess you would yeah. say it is. And um, But it's something very, very special. And it's a little souvenir of Oregon and kind of our heritage. So really a beautiful plant. But, you know, there's all kinds of plants at any of your independent garden centers right. to but I, I even like it you have it in this really nice blue glaze pot it, <laughs> it really yes. really pops yeah and you know pottery is another one yeah right definitely. you know if you're if you're looking for a gift for the gardener you know i have a hard time you know i got pots on my patio but it's one of those purchases that you kind of don't really want to make all the time oh, for yeah, yourselves sure. that you'd be happy to get to get <laughs> get a nice new yeah. new ceramic pot yeah. and, you know, and that blue blue it pot with that uh, bright yellow cheap joseph looks yeah really and nice. you can uh, you know fill your pot with all kinds of different stuff. If you if you don't know what kind of plant, you can always leave that up to the gardener. I notice you have, for people that don't have the room for <laughs> a pine, we also have a couple other uh, smaller plants here. And so what is this in front here? Oh, so hellebores. And so this is one of the newer hellebores on the market. It's called Ice and Roses Merlot. Yep. And the flowers are just like that wine that you love so much, that Merlot wine <laughs> is that deep, deep burgundy color. Right. It's gorgeous. And then this, um, the stems on the evergreen foliage are also burgundy and it has this beautiful evergreen green foliage. And these are shade plants. Usually it can take morning sun, afternoon shade. They're hardy to minus 20. So mm -hmm. they're pretty hardy for many places across the United States. Um, they are winter bloomers, so that's great. You know, it's a nice remembrance when you give a plant like that. It's a um, nice remembrance of the holidays. Um, not too much is blooming out there right. this time of year. Yeah. So Because they also, you know, other names are Lenten Rose or right. Christmas, Christmas Rose. Christmas Rose, mm. And so, you know, this guy is, actually has, has buds on it yeah. right now. So some of these varieties do bloom around the holidays, so which would make another really nice gift. Definitely. Blooming exactly. gift. If you want to give somebody that's flowering, yeah. 
you know, hellebore, and there's some really pretty white ones. Yeah, the white ones are there. gorgeous too. Yeah. And you can even bring them indoors. They're beautiful floating in a pretty um, bowl. Yep. So you bring the um, outdoors inside. So it's just a lovely plant for the, the plant people in your life. Yes. Yeah, excellent, excellent. And Ryan, you have a, an indoor plant. I do so. have an in indoor plant. This is an ethereum. Um, ethereum's have been around for you know, a long time. Um, if you're, you know, don't see it, you've, it's got the real kind of a, it's almost a leathery, yeah, waxy mm -hmm. look, and this has kind of a big, big paddle bloom with the white little spadix. Spadix. Okay, you thank have a you. new word. <laughs> spadix. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's, you know, this is the typical red, and you know, you'll see whites and you'll see reds, but you know, there are some really fun different colors that are coming out that are you know, burgundies and wine colors and Judy was telling me about the tricolored yeah, one that's like what nice. you say white and nice. green and, and pink, pink yeah. all on one bloom so yeah. Yeah. Um, so as breeders. you're doing that but you know it's a house plant and it's you know house plants you know are all the rage and there's lots of great things out there but it's one of those that makes a great gift you know yeah. just about everybody's got a place that they can put a house plant you know, in, their, in their home or their office or their workplace, wherever. And it's just kind of a nice, if you're going somewhere and need a little hostess gift or you know, you want to go get the Thai constellation for somebody. Oh, if you want to find that's one a those, nice gift. Really <laughs> like them, but you know, it, there is anything and everything in between where a nice little pot, a nice little thing, a house plant yeah. really makes a nice gift. Oh, definitely. But you know, we've talked on the show before about how house plants are such a hot thing in the garden centers now. And some people are saying, well, they're cooling off. But really, th there's a whole portion of the population who aren't into the plant collecting. And right. houseplants are a viable option for them as far as, as well as gifts. Right. So. And there's a lot of collector items out yeah. there right. versus, you know, your, ba your basics, you know, starter, starter plants and, and collector plants. And, you know, you can make a really great, great gift with the right. plant and you find a pot or, you know, you can have a little watering can to go along with it or a house plant book or, you know, there's so much you can do if you want to make a big package out of it or get bags that's cool. you can, you can do a whole house plant. We have a plant that doesn't have anything <laughs> at all. This is <laughs> a DIY plant. <laughs> this is um, an amaryllis. Amaryllis, and yeah. There are new varieties of those that are coming out as well because people are used to the the deep reds or the whites or the pinks. And there's some that I notice on this tag here that it is a striped amaryllis. And so it comes as a bulb in a, in a pot, but you have to do all the planting and, and watering, correct? Yeah, and so I think it's kind of a learning gift. Yeah. You know, for sometimes people say, oh, I have such a brown thumb, but it really has all the directions, it has all the pieces and parts. And it takes maybe six to eight weeks mm. to get those blooms, but they're really fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, they, they, the stems will come up and they're huge stems with huge buds and then the foliage comes and it'll last a long time. And it's really, I think it's fun to watch. Um, and then you have this beautiful bloom in your house for on your table or on your right. centerpiece. Right. And um, so, you know, these you're saying, you, you pot it up, comes with the pot and the soil. <laughs> but the amaryllis, you can even get them now you don't have to do anything to them. You don't even have to pot them. You yeah. can just take the bulb. And so you've got a couple wax, here. These are wax covered, They're, correct? They are yeah. di dipped in wax. Yeah. Um, this one happens to be dipped in wax and then it's covered in some glitter. The other one is dipped in wax and it has kind of like a little cute little polar bear yeah. sock <laughs> sleeve yeah. kind of thing Funny. over them. Yeah. And they're designed, you know, they have a little stand and basically you, you just set it on your windowsill mm -hmm. and do absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. pretty you, easy. you don't water it, you don't plant it, you don't do anything. You just let it sit there and it will grow. It'll put up its spike, it'll bloom. Yeah. You know, it's basically, 
using every ounce of energy it, it ever has in its bulb to try to support that, and it's not really going to ever do anything again. But so it's, it's just a, one, it's a one, year, one, year, it, it, one year deal. One yeah, and done. It's one, one and done. Let it do its thing. Bloom. Throw it away. Get a new one yeah. next year. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and we've done stories on amaryllis uh, before, and you know you can leave them grow out take them out of the pot, trim the roots, you know, put, move them to a larger pot. And then comes the challenge of trying to get oh, them to rebloom yes. again, right. which means you would have to, I think in August, cut the leaves off, put it in your refrigerator for a couple of weeks, and it becomes, just get a just, new just bulb. New one. Just, <laughs> just get a just new one. They're not that expensive. Yeah. Just and it's a good positive. gift to have, you know, for somebody, you know, if they want to experiment, it's right. a good gift for them if they exactly. want to experiment. So. You know, and another one that's, you know, kind of similar to the amaryllis that a lot of people do in the wintertime are the paper whites. And so yeah. the paper whites you know, are those nice little, very fragrant white little daffodilly looking kind of blooms. You know, you can always find them, you know, them here in little gift boxes, you know, already done up. It's got the pot, it's got the soil, plant the bulbs in there, put them inside, let them come up and bloom. Yeah. You can have them, you know, do them now and you can have them around Christmas time. Yeah. So what would you say the fragrance is like? Because um, some people love them. Yeah. Right. And some, some, some people, people think it reminds them of like a sweet Hawaiian tropical kind of, yeah. you know, plumeri, jasmine kind of bloom. Oh. Others, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> I had I one, not so much. <laughs> I had one person who said, for the him, now other people in his house got the, the, fragr the good right. fragrance. He said it smelled like cat pee. And I'm like going, yeah, it's a little stretch, but it is. It, um, it is a very fragrant bulb. If you're looking for a scent for the holidays, this can be the right. one that becomes the signature scent in your mm -hmm. house. And um, if you like that scent, then go for it. Yep. Right. Yeah. So yeah, um, try it. You never know. That's yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then uh, we have. So we were talking about essential tools before, and essential tools include gloves. And I can't tell you how many boxes of gloves we've gone through. In the past, we, in fact, at one year, we had one of our sponsors who gave us crates and crates of gloves, and it was the latex-covered finger gloves, and we gave those away, and I kept, uh, like, probably 20 pairs. Within, like, three years, they were all gone because you just wear them You out. wear through them. Mm -hmm. so, no, they're nice because they're lightweight, yeah. and, but, you know, they, you, you go through them. Yeah. But if you really want a pair and you have you know, the a special, you know, female in your life, you know, being a partner, a wife, or a spouse, or a good friend, you know, the Garden Like a Girl gloves are unbelievable. They are um, very sturdy. You know, the, the tips on those um, are made out of Kevlar, so they'll help protect your fingertips, you know, and your nails, because it's very important <laughs> if you're the female. Well, for guys too. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then they're also made out of, you know, they're, they're a natural letter, they're a goat, a goat skin, leather and the goat skin is nice because it is very soft but it's also very durable so even if you're pruning roses and some of that really thorny things really protects your gloves and so these have been been designed you know they come in multiple sizes you can get them short and longs um, but they're very tailored in size to fit your hand and they have a, a sizing thing on their website there, there is yeah. a sizing yeah. chart mm -hmm. yeah so it's not one of those one size fits fits all and then, but the, you know, the quality of the stitching and the quality of, of the material that goes in it is one of those gloves that's going to last you a very long time. Yeah, yeah and the guys were saying off camera that it's like they have to make them for garden like a dude. Yeah, so yeah, right. We're going to talk to the owner. So, Tom, get on that, would you? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, but yeah, so these are wonderful. Um, I know Judy's used a pair before. Therese has um, some. Therese, associate producer, Therese has some. Those were like beta tests. Yes. And so, and yeah. even then, 
those lasted like five years yeah, before really nice. they, they were. I, I bought a pair for my wife mm -hmm. last year. Yeah. You know, and she loves it and it's her, that's her go-to pair. Yeah. When we go out, out to the garden, you know, and they've lasted her, you know, they still look new to this yeah. day and they're, they, yeah, they they're really nice. So I'm not sure about you, but Therese thinks that um, the bands on top keep the dirt out of your gloves. <laughs> so it's, uh, there's a Velcro, a Velcro um, yep. cinch thing. Um, the, you notice there's a pink uh, logo on there. Right. Um, so both uh, Tom and his wife were cancer survivors, and so they um, give a little por por portion of the proceeds to cancer um, funds. Um, but they also do recycled clothing. So, um, and this I found was very fascinating because we were talking about, you know, everybody's into recycled and trying to, you know, save the planet. These clothes use portions of uh, soda bottles. Yeah, yeah. Re so, re recycled, recycled plastic bottles and the, the fabrics are so, so soft. soft. They're yeah. so soft. I have a green one. This is such a pretty color for the holidays because yeah. it's kind of reddish. Yeah. And it's a long sleeve t-shirt, which is really nice. And there's some nice logos on the back. And um, But they fit really great. They're long so that your back isn't out being cold when you're bending over in the garden. And it, they just fit really nice. Yeah. Um, and I think that they've really thought thought out a lot of things about it's fashion but it's also practicality right. it's utility utility use and um, a segment of that proceeds also goes um, to a charity and they're also putting people to work where oh. they're made right. when they're made and they also made a hoodie so I mean really you can be like very fashionable in the garden this yeah. fall yeah. and it's you know being being that it's you know garden like a girl you know they're the design and the fit and the cut mm -hmm. are for women for women yeah, yeah. Women's shape. Yep. yeah. and I know the um, we always, uh, in our house, you're, you're usually throwing on whatever t-shirt <laughs> to go out That's in the true. garden. Not always the best idea. Um, this is always good because you know where your garden clothes are and you're going to be out and you're going right. to be using them. And they can handle. Right. They're functional. They're, they're durable. Work they're, in the garden. they're comfortable yes, yeah. and they're stylish. Yeah. Right, right. And, and there's many colors yep. and there's t-shirts too. And so really go to the website because there's a special deal mm -hmm. there too for the holiday shopping. So um, we really recommend going Garden Like a Girl's um, Web website and see that. Yes, yep. and um, and thank you, Garden Like a Girl, because Therese and Judy get to keep these. <laughs> so, <laughs> we get yeah, early so Christmas. All you have to do is, <laughs> Jeff, we're coming up with our garden like a dude. Like yeah, I know, so. exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, we also have books here. And so for a lot of gardeners, um, getting a book is like almost as good as getting a plant. And so let's <laughs> talk about, um, well, some of these books here, There's there are very specific ones. We have one here that's just on native and ornamental conifers in the Pacific Northwest. Right. These, you can get books that are very specific <laughs> so to your area. For whatever, yeah. you know, whatever. you want to get into. You know, yeah. we've talked about, you know, the, the seed starting. You can get books on seed starting. You've talked about, you know, the, the birding and, you know, finding a book just for your area just on birding. You can get a book just on on pines and you'll want to learn about the history of yeah. Chief Joseph. I'm sure oh, you can get, course, get, get a book, book like that. Bulbs, yes. Right. Um, this one was kind of caught my eye. It was, was kind of a fun book I saw on the shelf. It's called Floral Libations. Ah. It, right? So it's... Uh, holiday entertaining? Right? <laughs> you know, kind of getting in the holiday season. But it's all, you know, drink recipes and how you can incorporate, you know, plants 
into in your yard into your drinks. Why not? Right. There, you go. there was even a book called recently called the Drunken uh, Botanist. Yes, uh, of and, course. Right. Yeah. And, and it's kind of along those same lines. And um, there are a couple others. There's uh, Debbie up in uh, the Seattle area. She wrote a book. Very very fun books to yeah. have. But um, there was also one called Garden Time. So this one here. Um, <laughs> Teresa and I recently became grandparents. You and borrow it from Wade. And so people saw this and they're like, oh, this is the perfect gift for Garden Times producer and owners to, yeah, and so to be honest with you, our grandson loves it. Aww. And we, uh, um, we watch him a couple times a week and he, this is one of his favorite. So it's a good go-to book for adults and for kids yeah. too. So. But you know, that also brings up another point that you know, the gift for the gardener doesn't have to be limited to adults, right. right? There is some really great fun children's gardening tool, tools and wheelbarrows and Aww. you know aprons and things like that to kind of get your kids out in the garden with you to kind of start establishing some of these trends. Let them come out and you know use their tools and rake and let them feel part of the process of yeah. your yard. So yeah. there's some really fun kids gardens though. Don't yeah. forget about the children. Yeah. And the they're holidays. cheap labor I think. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so we're going to finish up this segment then we're going to come back in a little bit and we'll talk about some other things but the very last thing we want to talk about in this segment, <laughs> gift cards. Yeah. Um, a lot of people they don't like gift cards. They think it doesn't um, show the right kind of emotion right. or meaning. It's impersonal. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just can't think of anything. I mean we've given you so many ideas here but sometimes you just right. can't think right. of what's right. is, what is the best idea for right. that person. Right. If you so. want, to, want to get them something but you're not sure which tool they already have or what color make sure it doesn't work. Yeah. A gift card is really does go go a long ways. You know get them in the garden center, get them inspired. You know, I put on my Christmas list every year. I want a gift certificate for mulch. Yes. Oh, that's right? a great and, one. And I and yeah. I love it. It's one of those things that you know I know that every year I can go down and get my pickup load of of mulch for my garden, and it's just it's a nice nice treat oh, for me. Is. But it's you know the same kind of thing is you can get a gift card for you know any of your you know independent garden centers for picking up. They're all loaded, and you know, or if you need to pick one up for sending it to somebody that's you know away and not that you're not by. You can get online and order a gift card from from that garden center that have ready for them. Yeah, exactly, definitely. Because exactly. we were talking about mulch, Grimm's Fuel <clears throat> locally is um, has sponsored our show, right. and they come out and actually blow it in. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what a what a great gift wow, that, that, that they're going to be appreciative on Christmas Day and then in <laughs> the spring <laughs> if they're not shoveling. Yeah, so yes. um, but yeah, so um, check with your their favorite business. Um, and speaking of gift cards, a lot of kids would like to get something. And so um, you can have children that actually, they can make their own gift cards. I'm gonna help grandma two days right. um, oh, on weeding. Nice, yeah. I'm going, you know, mom and dad, I'm gonna help plant, um, you know, I'm gonna help plant the garden and yeah. I'm gonna plant stuff that I like. So they will plant the garden, they will help keep it clean. And then they're gonna be able to enjoy it because they're planting food that they like that they right. can harvest later. So, and who doesn't like flowers anyway, too? <laughs> definitely, so, definitely. Um, so what we'll do is, um, Judy, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I was saying we couldn't pull them in, but like there's other ideas too. So mm -hmm. like, what about a fire pit or? Well, we're gonna come oh, back. We, I was like, oh, oh we're yeah, we're gonna, gonna yeah, okay. so we're gonna take one more break. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, here from Capital Subaru. And when we come back, we're gonna fill you in on some of the things that we couldn't oh, fit on the okay. table. So we'll be right back. At Capital Subaru, we value your time. Whether you're here for service or working with our amazing sales team, everything is right here for your convenience. We offer a great selection of Subarus, an industry-leading service center that keeps you moving, and so much more. Like our living green wall, just one of the many features throughout our dealership. Looking for the perfect pet gift? 
check out Happy Paws Pet Shop right here in our lobby. Or plan your next adventure in our fireside seating and find your happy place. It's always your time at Capital Subaru, your way on the parkway. And welcome back to Garden Time. And Judy is jumping the gun, Sorry. but um, <laughs> so we're going to let her go first. But there, <laughs> we covered a lot of stuff here, um, and these just are meant to give you some ideas. But here's a few more ideas that we can talk about, and we each have a little list. Here, okay. So. So we started talking about fire pit, and because I think that we're all kind of like cave people in our <laughs> in our alter ego, and so a fire pit is really nice. And it's like, you know, sometimes the weather is just right that you just need a little bit of heat to kind of gather around. And there's really cool ones that take pellets, or there's even propane ones, or there's even just wood, like right. the old-fashioned yeah. camping ones. Right. But well, that's really fun. Little Baja. Um, or oh, Chimeneas. Chimeneas, so they have a clay one, yeah. which uses specific fuel. But still, it creates that ambiance and stretches that season. You can start earlier enjoying the outdoors and extend it into fall, yeah. and sometimes even winter, so yeah. depending on what you have. So. Yeah. And I think that that's really a, really a fun thing to have. Um, and then weather station. I think we all geek out about the weather. We're always like, <laughs> what's going on and what's going on? And so have your own weather station. You don't have to tune in to your phone or the internet or watch the news, whatever you get right. your weather from. You can have your very own weather station right um, in your house, and you can have it hooked up to your garden. I think that's really cool. Um, and then why don't we have hammocks in our garden to I enjoy. Well, see, good for you. And you have one too. Yes, I, I have nowhere to put one in my yes. garden. But I think that's really the ultimate kind of gift is to have the gift of relaxation in your garden I mean, in you a hammock. These great things in your yard. Get out there and once <laughs> you're enjoying it and you're done, yeah. enjoy it. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, but you know, nice. in, in addition to a lot of people, they grill outside, you're cooking. And, and a lot of people found out during COVID that you had to kind of create your own entertainment because a lot of times places were closed or people didn't feel safe. And so grills, a lot of people found out then yeah, and, or may have worn out their grill. So depending on your budget, maybe even a little grill for outside that allows your family and your friends to now gather and um, cook, lay in the hammock, um, you know, watch the weather. Um, and you mentioned weather things. I mean, even little rain gauges that you yeah, can get for the garden, yep. uh, sundials, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, bird baths. Yep. Yeah, so all those. Um, Soil thermometer. I mean, all those uh, <laughs> enhance that outdoor right. um, area right. so that you, you can, can enjoy. even get like patio sets that have like As the grill in the, in the center. Yeah, yeah those right? are great. So or the fire pit in the center. Yep. So you're sitting around and serves multiple yes. purposes. And speaking of you know, furniture, outdoor furniture, we're at Al's and um, we're in their new. Um, wine area, which will be opening soon. Um, you guys carry a full range of furniture. Yes. And I know Terry has talked to us about the importance of buying quality. And a lot of times people are, can get sticker shock. Um, but it's really important, isn't it? To it's like buying any other furniture for your home. Right. I mean, you're going to use it, and plus it's going to be out in the weather. I mean, who has a space to put away all of your deck furniture? Right. There's no space. So cover it, you know, and make sure you do that. But I think you buy good quality. You make sure that it's got good welds to it. It's got the webbing for the, for the cushions. The cushions have sunblock on them, or they're good, you know, ultraviolet uh, material. They're water repellent. Um, there's all those things, and I think if you go to a, a great garden center or you go to a good furniture store they'll have all that information for you and they're also beautiful it's like my indoor furniture is really outdoor furniture but it looks so nice right. i have it in right. my home 
and it's lasted it's lasted 15 years now and it's still right. nice but um, I think that that is true is to get good quality yeah. and, and you'll be happy with it and as a gardener you've spent all this time in the garden you really want a good comfortable yes. place to enjoy all that work you've mm -hmm. done so um, good furniture spending the, the money or doing your research first makes all the difference. So. Brian, what you do you know, have I'll on your list? I'll tell you why we're out and enjoying it in our <laughs> hammock and our patio furniture. You know, there's, you know, fountains oh. are another make a, make a great gift. You know, it's that, that running water and that sound that we're, when you're out in the, in the garden and, you know, we've done some great spots with the Terracosa. Yes. You know, in, in the past and Terracosa is a great little, little garden center here in the, you know, Portland metro area. You know, and they make and customize every kind of outdoor fountain you could take. You know, they'll take a lot of the, the ceramic pottery pots and turn it into a fountain. Just having that, that water and that movement and that sound. So you can get them anywhere from just a little tabletop kind of fountain into just full scale, large, large pieces. But, you know, a lot of your independent garden centers will carry some and, you know, if you're out and about, you know, Terracost is worth, worth going out oh, to, to see all of our yep. great, great stuff out there. You know, and a couple other gifts that work well is, you know, it's your, you know, journaling. You know, a lot of people like to be in the, in the garden and, you know, they're, they're taking notes of what's working, what's not working. You know, it's, it's nice so you can get a, get a landscape or a garden journal. Um, you know, it's an inexpensive kind of thing, but it's kind of a nice little gift where you can put some pictures in there, take some notes of what, what's working in your garden so you can come back and take that. And, you know, and after you've taken some pictures, there's some fun, fun like, you know, Photos, oh, right? You either get buy, buy pictures of you know, art kind of pictures that you can have or yard art kind of things that you can hang on walls or frame some of the pictures of somebody's yard and give them a, a personalized gift of something a little bit more personalized. Well, and I like the, uh, the digital frames. So for those uh, people who their relatives may have been on a garden time tour to Europe, <laughs> right. um, have all these pictures of Europe, oh. what a great gift if you gave them a digital frame where all these gardens that they visited, or even their own garden, if they didn't travel, are constantly going oh, through. Yeah, and in the yeah. middle of winter, seeing your garden in full bloom, oh. it's gotta be spectacular. Especially so. in, you know, here in the Northwest, yes. we get a lot of gray, dreary <laughs> yes. days. Yes. Nice. It's nice to have a little remembrance of yeah. what's what happened in, in the summer. That hope for the spring. Yes. Right? <laughs> you know, and then you know, if you're thinking of people, you know, subscriptions are a great, great gift. Either like a magazine subscription, um, so there's you know, a lot of those to pick out your favorite gardening magazines that will come. A lot of them can either come digitally, so you get the fresh copy, or you can still get the still get them mailed. But subscriptions are great. Um, you can also get subscriptions for plants, right? So there's you know some garden centers and nurseries will have you know a plant of the month subscription, or you know built built containers that you can swap out you know every few months for the seasons and do a subscription. So they'll get a new new patio planter or whatever comes up, you just drop it in your pot. So that's kind of a fun fun thing to Definitely. think about. Um, and then there's also, you look into, you know, there's a lot of, you know, locally botanic gardens, you know, and, you know, like the Japanese gardens, Chinese gardens, you know, lilac gardens. You know, these, these places are some, you know, phenomenal assets to our local communities. They're these little oases that we kind of tend to forget. But, you know, these botanic gardens are great. They're, they're always changing throughout the years. You know, membership to those that somebody, you know, supports the garden 
and it gives them a, a nice outing that they can go out and just like, you know what, I'm going to go to the gardens today. So, you know, most, most cities and places will have their own kind of botanic gardens or, or gardens like that that they can go to. So that's another great, great gift. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, uh, here when we're, our kids were little, you know, the big thing was is the Children's Museum and the zoo. And right. you always had yeah. memberships as a family. Right. Why not continue that for, right. uh, for the plant lover? I mean, here yeah. locally we, we have, have the Oregon Garden in Silverton. Um, we have Lansu Chinese, Chinese Garden. We have the Portland Japanese, Japanese Garden. Garden. And those are just three of them right oh, off yeah. the top. Leech. Right. Right. Leech, um, there's a bunch of them. And even then, um, you know, even just taking, you know, a promise to take them to a garden, any kind of garden. Right. You know, That's even, a nice yeah, IOU. So, yeah. yeah, the Washington right. Park uh, yeah. Rose Test Garden at, uh, at Rose Festival time would be a oh. perfect gift pretty soon yeah or even to volunteer your time the gift of your time that's kind of right. a, a turnaround but you know kind of um do that too and that's a gift to you to give to that garden right. yeah. which is yeah. a nice thing to do excellent yeah. excellent um wow we've covered a lot <laughs> <laughs> boy i'm glad we don't have it i know i mean we had the always the time limit uh, when oh, we did right. the tv right. show try to squeeze everything <laughs> in four minutes um we hope that this kind of gave you a little bit of a lead on gifts you can get for the gardener or for yourself because you know um, giving gifts to yourself is always a good right. thing oh, too you know yeah so <laughs> thanks i know putting on my christmas list, yeah. I know that. <laughs> yeah get that gift card so um so we recommend that you know if you've seen stuff that you like go visit your local independent garden center we're pretty sure they're going to have a lot of these same things there if not you can always go online and and find uh, places that will send you gifts and oh, uh, yeah, you can uh, like garden like a girl some of them have holiday specials so you would you know want to check out the websites um if you have any questions at all we always welcome you can go to gardentime.tv and uh, check out our archive there of previous stories we did on the tv show um or you can just send us questions topics you'd like to hear about once again, um, we want to wish uh, everybody a, a happy holiday season, and thank you to Capital Subaru in Salem. They've been great sponsors of the TV show and now the podcast, but we hope you have a wonderful time with friends and family, and we look forward to seeing you again on our next podcast. Happy gardening. Start your new Subaru story at Capital Subaru. We are like nothing else in Oregon. From the moment you step through these doors, you see it, you feel it. We do things differently here. Our people, our culture, our customer experience. Tell us what you're looking for and we'll upgrade the way you shop for Subarus. When you're just browsing, need great service, or starting your next adventure, we're always here for you. It's your story at Capital Subaru, your way on the parkway.